Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Weslow. What is up? How you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to Boss to Boss, your one-stop shop for all the tips and recipes you'll ever need to take control of your life and finally become boss. Today's guest started his first online business out of his parents' garage in 1998 with his twin brother, Jeff. Since that day, he started many entrepreneurial ventures, but hasn't always tasted success. He's gone 100% broke three times chasing his dreams, but wouldn't change a thing. Today, he runs the business of his dreams that gives him the freedom to live life on his terms. Jared Warner, it's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Well, uh, you, you, you have your site. It's 123getfound.com. Uh, that, that's, that's sort of the one that wasn't included in your bio. You want to tell the listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I'm a marketing coach, consultant, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't actually like the term marketing coach, but I'm continually told that's what I am. So at certain point, I'm like, fine, I, I give. <laughs> you know, I, I thought consultant sounds so much cooler and whatever. Um, so basically, I I help people who don't want to hire a marketing agency but know that they need help. So they could be a, a solopreneur, a coach, a consultant, um, that kind of thing, but they, you know, maybe it's just not in the cards for them to hire a, a marketing agency, um, but they know that they don't know everything, and um, that's where we we kind of connect. Awesome, awesome. Well, being on this show here at Boss to Boss, we like to do some exclusives. What's your exclusive? What's something new you want to share with the audience today that we don't know about you? Yeah, something that I don't normally share. Um, I guess I do share. Uh, I. I've failed three times. We talked about that at, yeah. at the beginning. Um, I don't usually get asked to go super deep on that stuff, but um, I, I like to because I think people need to know um, that, you know, the other side of entrepreneurship, it's tough. So, you know, one of the things I will say is, you know, it, you, you want like life is doing pushups when you're sleeping. It's just ready for you. And so the, the one thing I will tell people is to, you know, it, it's not as easy as um, they tell you, but you can make it. So uh, I was down to three bucks. Like literally I had three $1 bills to my name. That was yeah. it. Like you could search far and wide and that was it. Uh, and actually if you added all the, the negatives and stuff that I owe, it was, you know, probably negative like 30,000 or something like that. <laughs> um, but, you, you know, you you can fight back. All right. Well, I mean, that's, that's a great way to uh... – dangle the carrot in front of us and uh but we, yeah, def we'll, we definitely we want to know more <laughs> yeah we, uh, we can go deeper into that we we will we will um so but first uh when did you realize though when enough was enough that it, this is it you know i'm done with this bossed around life i'm done with the nine to five was there that breaking point at some point yeah i mean I, i've always known that uh, i was like 
that's what I want to do is to be an entrepreneur. But if, uh, if I could pinpoint it to like one moment where it was like, I'm never doing this ever again, no matter what, not as a jumping off point, not as a anything. Um, it would be this, I had a job where they would almost refuse to let you have days off together. So you had split days and weekends were not that day off. It wasn't an option. So it was like, pick your two days off during the week that are not together. So like I had, what was it like Tuesday and Thursday off or something, or it was like Monday and Wednesday. It was the worst. Uh, No, actually in, in Monday, they didn't like you to have Mondays off because that's like the one day that you would get slammed with stuff when the rest of the back office was back on, then they would Mm -hmm. slam you with requests. So I think I was off like Tuesday and Thursday or something ridiculous like that. And so you'd feel like you were never really off. That sucked. Let me tell you. That's, that's, I don't think I ever heard anybody having that kind of arrangement. Yeah. Well, the, the, the business was really busy. Mm -hmm. And so that was like their logic. It was like, you're, we're so busy here that, you know, our salespeople will get run over and you can't recover from two days off just from the amount of requests that come in because other people wouldn't help you when you were gone. So I was always the one that I would help people, you mm-hmm. know, and you ha- kind of had like a buddy system. It was awful, though. Let me t- I mean, th- here's one positive that came out of it. So I always believe glass is half full and yeah. there's good that comes out of everything, and um, including massive epic failures, whatever. There's always positive to it. And the positive to this one was I met my wife at that job. So. We got that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so that, that that's a great way to look at it. I didn't expect anything less out of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that they had that sort of arrangement and that you, uh, how long did you stick around there for? I was there close to two years, I want to say. It's like they purposely plan it that you don't get enough time to even think about what you're doing. To even it's like crazy. plan your way out or figure out if this is what you really want to do. Yeah, huh. and they hated uh, they hated you taking a vacation. It's like we were commission only salespeople, so it's like if I want to take a vacation, who cares? It's not costing you any money anyway. Exactly. But they That's, hated you taking vacation. Huh. Huh. That's something to get more into for sure. Um, yeah. Do you do you what do you think that is? I mean, I understand that they don't want to lose their flow and you're training every you know other people, but at the same time, you know they're making money off of you. You know, it's not like they're obligated to pay you for, for, for this lost time. Right. They're just a super old school company. They're very, um, dated. They just don't get it. You know, any Mm -hmm. new company coming out, they're like, have like unlimited vacation and all these like crazy perks. And they know that they have to have perks in order to recruit talent, you know? And, but it didn't used to be that way. It used to be that, you know, if you were like the top game in town, the talent wanted to work for you. So you kind of held the position of authority where you called the shots. And I don't feel like it's that way anymore because, you know, shows like this give people uh, information that they can kind of see that there's a possibility to do something else. And it's like, you, you mean to tell me that other people have gone through what I'm going through and they came out the other side. Mm-hmm. Now they do what they want to do every day. Now they write their own ticket. They do whatever they want. And so I think people are kind of awakening to the possibilities. I think we're even further than that. People have oh, yeah. already totally awakened. And, and they know. And it's just a matter of time. 
And it's like, am I going to do it or not? And it's up to them now to make the choice. It's not like, you know, all the cards have to align. It's like, do you want to do it or not? Mm-hmm. Go for it. The information's there. There's no, there's no more excuse. All, all the information we need is at the, you know, touch of a button. So let's turn it around. Uh, I've actually just, just had an episode about this in one of my rants and recaps. And it was about retaining and pretty much getting the talent on your team, which I'm, yeah. I'm now doing interviews and trying to get the people. And it's been yeah. so hard finding the right, reliable people. Um, do, so you think we're at a disadvantage right now? Is there something we could be doing different? Something that any yeah. tips you have for us maybe? Yeah, I, I think um, some there's some companies out there that are able to recruit, uh, recruit talent. Um, one of them... I can't think of the name. Um, it's a credit card processing company that I've learned about. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've been I've asked to make a connection to that company because I'm going to switch to them. They support entrepreneurship to the point where they insist that their employees have a side hustle. They also insist that they do not ever remain long term employees. They have to jump ship eventually and go full force into their own uh, into their own job or in, into their own business. I just think that's just fascinating. I'm like, this is a company I want to do business with. That's who I want to process my payments. Wow. I it's actually, direct pay. Direct pay is the name. Yeah. Direct pay. Okay. I'm going to look into that. That's uh, I feel like I've heard of something like this similar, but I didn't know that it actually, I didn't know. I'm not even a customer it. yet and yeah. I'm already singing their praises. Yeah. So they've obviously got some magic going on. Yeah. You know? that's, that's awesome. Within the entrepreneur community. That's, that's a movement for sure. Yeah. Um, so before you went ahead and, you know, after you left that job, did you have a game plan a set? Like, did you know you were going to go out, you were going to, you know, get into this uh, consulting marketing business, this whole world, or did you sort of just get out there and, you know, learn on, learn on the fly? Uh, a little of both. Honestly, I, I've had, you know, as you touched on in the opening interview, I failed, um, spectacularly three times. So I, I went literally a hundred percent broke. I lost every dime I had three times. Um, you know, it, it was it was rough. So mm-hmm. I've had a combination of all of those. I I have jumped with no plan, no net, no nothing. Just like this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? Not totally clear yet, but here mm-hmm. we go. Um, that one was rough. That was uh, probably my that was my first failure. I had pretty much zero plan. Um, I just knew that I had signed a new lease to live on the beach in San Diego. I had my BMW. I had some cash in the bank. Um, things were were looking good, man. My my credit score was like soaring. My health was like on fire. My I was just like to that point, I was in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Um, and like everything I touched turned to gold, and I was just like, whatever. I'm gonna figure it out. But today, I'm gonna work on my tan. I'm gonna hang out at the beach. I'm gonna go eat lunch. I'm gonna like I bought a new um, cool beach cruiser. Was like rolling along the boardwalk. Things were rocking um, until they weren't. So I, I like, you know, half heartedly started a business, but I was like more interested in, um, lounging. I hadn't taken a vacation. I take, I took one vacation in like 12 years. Mm -hmm. So I was, this was kind of like a prolonged vacation and I was going to kind of like dabble on the side and make some money to pay my bills. But my bills were high. I had a, you know, a place on the beach. I had a BMW. I had, I had things, you know, and I, I liked eating out at nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and I lost about thirty-five grand, something like that. And I went to uh, three dollars when I I had to get a job. 
Mm-hmm. So um, that sucked. So that one was was not planning. Um, the final time where you know I've um, no, there's no looking back. Um, there was more of a plan in place, and I built the business slowly. I uh, acquired clients. The income was starting to approach the level that I was earning in my job, and then um, I was actually laid off, which was fantastic. The day that uh, huh. I received a text right. message when I, when I got laid off, he said, I'm not going to be able to make payroll and all this. And it was like wonderful news to me. Honestly, I was like so busy with my business that I was waking up at 4am every day to work on client stuff before going to jo- to my job and then working on stuff till, you know, 11 o'clock or midnight after the job. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was crazy. It was like, life was so busy. Um, I brought my laptop with me. I had a a job where I would be like out in the field, um, super busy. So I couldn't really get a lot of work done, but occasionally I would pull up to a Starbucks, not even go in. I didn't even have time for that. Like move my seat all the way back up, open my laptop, get a couple of things done, take yeah. a client call and then like go to another appointment. Um, it, it was nuts. So when he sent me that, it was such a relief cause I had so much work to do. I was like, Oh, thank God. You know, I just text my wife, like I, I got laid off and she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, it's freaking great you know i just got another client i'm just like so busy it was it was wonderful news honestly um, but that was because i set it up right you know it, it wasn't a disaster it was like that's what needed to happen and another uh glass half full moment right you looked at it in a yeah. great way and it turned out pretty pretty good huh <laughs> yeah you know it was um i was making like maybe 50 55 thousand or something in the job and mm-hmm. So it was it was nice. I mean, I had my yeah. job, my business, my wife's uh, income. Like you know, things were things were rolling. Um, so it was a loss of income, but it was it, uh, such a um, time gain that it able uh, enabled me to like build my business, and I've never looked back. Yeah, you finally had that time to take it to the next level here, right? While you were being right. held back. Yeah, I, honestly, like I was so maxed out with the job yeah. that. Like, I don't know how much more I could have squeezed in and still done the job anyway. Like, uh, it just, we were, we were really at that breaking point or, or really, really close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, w- was there one of those moments that you think, one of those mistakes uh, that maybe specifically one of the ones you mentioned uh, that really, that needed to happen? You think that you needed to kind of fall flat? Uh, Definitely. Um, I, I probably needed all of them, but, okay. but the biggest one was one we haven't talked about yet was, um, after, after the one where I, uh, was living on the beach and just like lounging, <laughs> um, and I lost everything, I got a job and then I leaped off again, lost everything again. And then the, I didn't really learn that much on that one. So I, I had to like hit the reset button. I went at 30 years old, moved to Oregon and was living with my parents to uh, like reset. I lost everything. I sold everything I had at fire sale prices. Ended up with about eight hundred bucks to my name. My credit at this point was trashed from a previous failure when I, I had to um, turn in my BMW. So I had a repossession. It was a voluntary repo. So uh-huh. um, they told me that that would be uh, beneficial to your credit if you don't make them chase you. They lied. Um, it doesn't matter. It's a repo is a repo. Just throwing that out there to anybody. A repo is a repo. There, there is no difference. Take Um, notes. It's a boss to boss first. Everybody take note. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, um, it was a point of pride that I, mm-hmm. I didn't make them chase me. I, you know, walked in, okay. faced a man to man, handed the keys, said, here you go. I can't, you know, I can no longer meet the obligations. Uh, by the way, I was like five payments from uh, fulfilling the obligation on my lease. Oh, so man. my credit was like rocking, right? Like having this high payment and making it all the way and then mm-hmm. falling short. Anyway, um, oh, just couldn't, couldn't make it happen. But the next lesson I learned was probably the best one and that's how I developed the system that I have um, from a, a little bit from the other lessons but really on this one I had started a mobile marketing company in 2010 so I moved reset got a job and was funding my business with my job a new business it's kind of like what I did <laughs> and mm-hmm. so this business was a mobile marketing company and the name was called 555text.com this is in 2010 and mobile marketing you see it uh, sort of everywhere now, but honestly, it hasn't taken on the the life that I thought it would have. And yeah. back then, it was almost non-existent. You just didn't see it. Nobody understood the technology, and it was like it's freaking text messaging. How do we not get this? Like it's so freaking simple, you know. Like you know, um, email opt-ins, and that's still big. People do email opt-ins. I do them. <laughs> everybody does them. This was a text message opt-in, mm-hmm. which is crazy, um, crazy effective. But back then, they just didn't get it. And my messaging was really poor. I didn't really know how to communicate the technology properly. And so um, I kind of got lost in the the cool tech aspects that I thought was just amazing and all the different things that you could do with it and how you could grow your business and build this list. And, you know, I was kind of saying back then that email is on the decline. And this is 2010. And now people are saying it. And they've been saying it for a couple of years. But back then, it was like, email is on the decline. Start building your mobile marketing list now. And here's how you can do it and all that stuff. And I was like, um, really heavy into the, the cool bells and whistles of it. And I missed the point where I educated them about how it works in simple terms that they could really use now. Um, now I teach a system on how to avoid doing that. But I, I lost thousands a month every month and was just everything I earned, I was paying into this business and I just continually lost and lost and lost. And um, I was just too early was part of it. But And for years, honestly, I blamed it on that. I just said I was just too early and that's what it was. And I was a pioneer and, you know, um, but that was a little bit of it. But honestly, that's it would have worked if, if my messaging was better. It didn't matter that I was early. If the messaging hits, it doesn't matter. You can you can take it and run with it. Um, but it, it you know honestly it, it wasn't um, what it should have been. Mm-hmm. My process sucked for customer acquisition and bringing people through. It just wasn't good either. Yeah, I mean yeah. And it had to happen to where you got to now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so let's just say one of us, one of the listeners, we're sitting here. We're in, we're in our cubicle, maybe sta- staring at uh staring at our boss's uh the uh, office and everything and just wondering do we make that leap you know or do, do we stick around here for a little while longer try to decide you know because it's not easy out there you have right. any any word of advice for that person that's on the edge yeah i i would say don't make your uh day one of your entrepreneur venture come after your final day on your job You've got to have somewhat of a transition there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say just start putting those steps together. See if you can land a client in your spare time. And if you say, oh, well, I just don't have time. I had one of the busiest jobs in the world, man. We were run ragged at my job when I built my last business. I mean, 
I had so many appointments. And if you know San Diego, I mean, I would have appointments from North County all the way to the border in San Diego. And, you know, like it was crazy all the way to East County. I was driving everywhere. I was so busy. And I still built my business because I just postponed sleep. You know, it was like sleep can wait. I've got a business to build. I want this more than anything. And nobody's going to stop me. Not sleep, not anything. And I, I made it happen. So mm-hmm. I woke up way earlier than I normally would have. I had to be at work at 10 o'clock. Um, and so I woke up at 4 and worked on my business. And so if you say you have to be at work early, great. That means you get off early. You work the other side. Right, you know, right. whatever it is, you, you have time. We all have the same amount of time in a day. Yes, we do. So yes, we do. start building it on the side first. Prove that you can actually acquire a customer and make a single dollar. You know, make one dollar. Go out there, and make one dollar, and and then uh, make a hundred, and then make a thousand, and then make ten thousand. You know, a hundred thousand, and and ramp up. But prove that you can make a single dollar with your idea that somebody can pay you, and and then uh, you've got momentum. I think that's a very very great way to put it, and the listeners will find that very useful and helpful. All right, well uh, now on to our favorite segment of the show. <laughs> Welcome to the round with no name, because they're all taken. Uh, so with, the, with this lightning round coming up, you're going to have exactly five seconds to answer each question. I mean, you, well, could, sure. elaborate, you could elaborate, but you got to answer within five. Okay. Otherwise, my producer comes down here. I don't know what happens. He finds me. He does something. I don't know. It breaks my legs. I don't know what it is, but let's not deal with Guido, it. Your, your producer is Guido the Leg Breaker. <laughs> yes. Don't yes. break my legs, Guido. It's going, be, it's going to be his new name. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we don't see Guido. And uh, w- without further ado, <clears throat> what is your favorite book? Favorite book, and uh, it's good to great. And I know somebody on your show had said this, so I hate to throw that out there, but that is my favorite book. So I will give you an alternative, um, okay. and it's Th- Think and Grow Rich. I'll, I'll add that one, and I'm sure somebody has said that, and if they haven't, they're they're going to. That one's been said too. So what's your third one? <laughs> I just bought the new Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, Okay. and okay. I'm starting to read that, but I'm not done, so I don't know if we can qualify it. But uh, okay. awesome book, amazing concept, and I met the author um, in L.A. a couple weeks ago. Okay, great. Um you're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? Got to be laptop. I know people say cell phone, but I can make calls with my laptop. Okay, I don't okay. need a cell phone anymore. <laughs> I'm sure you would find that uh, antenna out there too. But yeah. <laughs> we'll worry about that later. Um, who is or has been your greatest mentor? You know, anybody who uh, takes a risk and, and jumps off into entrepreneurship, I can learn something from every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Great answer. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Definitely not. I think um, jobs are an option. I think people um, are flooding into entrepreneurship with various degrees of success. I think, um, honestly, majority of them will fail, reset, go back to a job. But um, I think jobs are being limited and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, entrepreneurship uh, in some capacity uh, is is on the rise and going to continue to be whether it's you know the gig economy based or whatever, but just earning your own income without a W two I don't think is a is a fad. I think that will continue to to take shape. Is voice the future? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, voice in terms of podcasts and just interacting. Yes. Um, podcasts are the easiest to consume um, platform there is, and I don't think that's going to change. Is there one item, uh, some kind of health food or drink item that you consume every day, probably when you didn't sleep much uh, over the last 10 years or so, <laughs> that make, it makes you different? Coffee is my fuel. I don't think that makes me different, but uh, I, I love coffee, man. I, that's one thing I couldn't go without, or uh, I should say refuse to. All right. Well, great answers, great answers. You survived. Nobody's here. Uh, the producer, Guido, <laughs> is not here, so we're good. Uh, but I do want you to elaborate on entrepreneurism. Do you feel like there's a bubble? Do you feel like it's going to pop? That's kind of what you made it seem like at first. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think we're we're going through a growing pain on it, um, and I think people need to find their their place where they fit um, and what entrepreneurship means to them. I think um, there's going to be various degrees of success, and I think for a lot of people, they're probably not cut out to to run you know a, an entrepreneur empire, but it doesn't mean they can't write their own ticket. Um, I, I think. W-2 income, I think, is totally going away. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll ever be completely eliminated, but the jobs are going to be few and far between um, at a W-2 level. So regular, you know, 40-hour work week employee, um, that's that's uh, being reduced dramatically. So I think people will pick up things, you know, in the, the gig economy. They'll um, start all kinds of things and, and get paid for their, their talent or um, fall into other trends you know i don't think that's going away that's that's dramatically on the rise okay okay um well for all the listeners out there they could find you at that's one two three get com. yeah uh any other social media i know we got facebook.com slash jared ppc yeah that's uh, connect with me on facebook that's where i'm probably the most active mm -hmm. uh also on linkedin um, and then, uh, I don't know when this episode goes live, but I'm going to have linkedin.123getfound.com. Okay. That'll drop you right onto the profile, but depending on when this goes live, that that'll be ready, uh, later this afternoon. Okay. And then are you running any, uh, promotions, anything like that with their site, with their, uh, with your business? Yeah. The, I, I had indicated that my, my biggest failure or lesson learned was mm -hmm. messaging, um, I did come up with a system for how not to do that, um, and I give that away for free. It's 123getfound.com forward slash messaging, um, and I'll walk you through in an eight-minute video how to um, not make that mistake that I made. Um, I, I lost thousands a month doing mm -hmm. that, uh, everything that I don't teach in that video. Look at that, everybody. It's a boss-to-boss -boss exclusive. We got some free content over here from Jared Warner. Uh, that's one two three getfound.com slash messaging. Messaging. And by the way, there's nothing for sale on that. It's just pure content. Um, you mm -hmm. actually get what I tell you you're going to get on the video awesome. uh, without having to opt into anything else. You already mm -hmm. opt in mm -hmm. to get the video. So um, if you want to go a little bit deeper, there's a link to book a call on there. So if not, cool. Yeah, I saw something uh, that you're doing uh, like free 30 minute calls, right? Or to get you to get yeah. to know you. 
Yep, you can uh, book a call on it uh, at, call, okay. at the end. It, it, yeah, book a call at the end of uh, that video. Um, or if you want to just go straight in and book a call, it's grow.123getfound.com. Okay, great, great. Uh, so what is, you, do you have some closing thoughts, you know, anything that you're doing next you want to share with us? As we, uh... Yeah, I, I run a, a monthly workshop every month. The topic uh, is always changing. So depending on when this episode comes out or when you're listening to the episode, it's uh, going to be a different topic. But it's always at 123getfound.com forward slash workshop. Um, and that'll tell you what's the topic of the month. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And um, as we're closing off right now, uh, any last words for our listeners? You know, the ones... Uh, the ones that are trying to just figure it out. It, yeah, man, it, it won't be easy, but it will be worth it. So definitely get going, start earning some money on the side and jump ship when you've got the confidence and nothing's ever going to seem, it's never going to seem right. You know, it's never going to seem like the exact perfect time. So if you wait for that, you're going to wait your whole life. Um, you, you do have to take risks in this game in order to to make it, you know, you do have to jump ship and it's not going to feel like the perfect time and you are going to be scared and you, you know, you probably are going to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just life. That's what happens. But, um, just make sure you learn from your failures and, um, set yourself up the, to the best of your ability to, to be able to rebound from it. All right. That's Jared Warner, everybody at one, two, three, get Jared, it's been a pleasure having you on and, uh, I know we'll be talking again soon. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>